and this sort of flattening state that we live in where we are making snap universal blanket statements yeah. about what success is and about what happiness is based on a single picture yeah. Yeah. on our phone yeah. of somebody else living their life. Today's Unashamedly Human podcast episode is such a treat. My lovely friend Lex came over. We ate blueberries, we drank tea, we watched my dog snore, and we had the most amazing chat about what it is to be successful and the art of slowing down. It's quite a long episode, so I'm not going to talk any longer. I'm just going to hop straight over to the best interview you've heard in a long time. Before we get started, I would just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, the Boonarong people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to elders past and present. So Lex, thank you so much for joining me in my living room. We have tea and water and blueberries and my dog. Love it. I just feel like what can I go Yes, for? thank you for having me. It's mm. like the best day to be sitting here and just sun shining in and like all the vibes isn't it yeah i feel like we've already recorded this podcast but without actually hitting record so pretty um, much i feel like we've talked over everything that we're going to talk about again Mm. now yeah um as is often the way so but maybe this time we'll be a little less talky over each other and a little bit more um articulate that's the word (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little bit more no promises so one of the reasons i wanted to get you on to the Unashamedly Human podcast is because I'm obviously low-key stalking you all of the time on Instagram because I just love your profile. But one of the things I've really noticed about your messaging recently has been this idea of slowing down. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, the idea of slowing down creates a visceral response in the body. Terrifying. A sweaty palm and a tight butt and (laughs) salivating mouth. (laughs) <laughs> this idea that you would slow down. How could I? Um, but I think it's such an important, you know, we live obviously in a very fast paced world and there's a lot coming at us all of the time. And you and I are both very aware because of the industry that we both work in and operate in, the big, massive false promises that are um, readily available for us to sort of hook into. Yeah. And this idea that, if we are productive, if we are rich, if we uh, uh, seem to sort of have it all, Mm. that we will be valuable, that we will be loved and that we will feel safe. Mm. And what I love about your content at the moment is that you're just like, or not. Or maybe you (laughs) won't feel any of those things. Maybe you'll feel horrible. (laughs) Maybe you'll just feel burnt out, wrung out and not really enjoying the process. So can you talk to me a little bit about like, how did you get there? Yeah, 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 of course. So just to give people some context, I have been running my own full-time business for nearly four years and in my true impulsive nature, I woke up one day, I was working in sales and recruitment, heard a voice that told me it's now or never, um, and quit my job two days later. I had never ran a business. I had no clients. Uh, but in my full, just overconfident self, I was like, I can do this. How hard can it be? Everyone and else is doing it. Yeah. Everyone else on the internet is doing it. I actually wasn't on social media yet. So I actually had oh no context of the Instagram coach. I went to a really horrific coaching school, like so bad, like shocking. Um, and those were kind of the weird coaches that I knew. And I was like, okay, if these weirdos can do it, then I can definitely fucking do it. There was like a 19 year old kid who was like a personal trainer, but wanted to be a coach. And like, it was just shocking. And I was like, if this guy's going to be a coach, then I'm going to come in and save this industry. And then I was introduced to the Instagram coaching world and saw all of the things. Um, So the last four years, I have basically had my foot on the accelerator trying to build this business, trying to create impact. So many good things as well, right? Like um, served over 150 people, like ticking all of these boxes, doing all of the things that that I was was told to do. Um, And something that I'm just now allowing myself to admit is that a majority of the time over the last four years, it's felt very often like pulling teeth. Mm -hmm. Um, We were just speaking about this before we pressed record that like 
building a business is difficult. And in particular, the last year, two years, the economy has changed, the market has changed, the industry is changing quite literally before our eyes and it's impacting all of us in different ways. And so basically two months ago, after all of this had been bubbling for probably the last eight months really, um, I sat down with a, a coach, kind of psychic medium girl who's awesome. Care for it. Care yeah. For all of I know you guys are like <laughs> spiritual girlies, but successful girlies, like you kind of dabble in all of it. So I know you, you'll get it. And she's lovely. She's amazing, like very smart with it, kind of mixes coaching and her gift as like a psychic and medium. And she just called me out on my shit. She was just like, tell me how you relate to your business. Tell me how you view yourself in the context of your business. I, I basically had this, not necessarily an epiphany because I always knew this, but basically my business had become my entire identity. Like mm -hmm. when we were speaking about it and she was kind of you know asking me these questions, I was like, my entire value as a human being stems from my success, efficiency, productivity, conversion in my business. And how it operates in the world. And, you know, I'm a person who speaks about fulfillment and speaks about this holistic idea of success, being more than just a number, being more than just, I have a sold out launch or yeah, making X amount of dollars or whatever it is. Um, and it felt like a real, oof, like for me, integrity is like such a big value that I do believe that I, I, model but I'm obviously not perfect and it just felt like a moment where I was like fuck mm. like okay that's gross and I really fucking hate how much I feel attached to this thing and she was like maybe give yourself some space maybe give yourself like two weeks off social media right because I run my business completely from from Instagram it's where I create all of my all of my leads all of my sales it all comes from that and two weeks turned into three weeks three weeks turned into four weeks and now I'm just slowly kind of re-emerging um, and, and showing up on social media, but through that time and space, really just begin to grapple with and then realize and, and, and really just allow the truth to settle in that I am so incredibly burnt out. Mm -hmm. After four years, nearly four years of, of running a full-time business, something that I love and I'm extremely proud of, but just relating to it in such an unhealthy and toxic way. And so... Yeah, the last two months really of kind of this rhetoric of slowing down and burnout and this conversation of success, what is it really has all kind of stemmed from that and from me just kind of waking the fuck up and going, yeah, this isn't going to work. Mm. I think it's that's so relatable to so many people, even if you don't own a business, right? Like how many people's identity is just so enmeshed with their work? And then they get made Everyone. redundant or management changes. And then, you know, their position in that firm or in that corporate world shifts and suddenly it feels like a part of them is or dying. all of them. I see it with mothers and children. Like I'm giving this family unit everything. Mm. And whilst I love it, mm. like, where's that part for me? Where, where do I sit? And it's about being able to have the space and the skill set to be able to work out where your different archetypes and identities lie. Mm. I always give my clients the analogy of Barbies. I consider myself to be lots of different Barbies. There's mm. work Barbie, and that's a massive part of my yeah. life, obviously. But then there's also friendship Barbie, and then there's mm. also little sister Barbie. And then totally. there's, and it's like, how can you play with these archetypes? And, and do you have an archetype that's just for you, mm. that sits in silence with yourself? that can really connect to yourself, that can ask yourself some mm. sort of hard questions. And mm. I think that's the stuff that we just don't make room for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that in of itself, just <laughs> being more than one thing, right? I think that we've gotten so bad, especially off the back of COVID and lockdown, especially for those of us in Australia and Melbourne-based because we were locked down for so long. We just got really bad at doing like more than one thing. At least I did. <laughs> I built my business. I built my business. I started it in 2020. So like literally in March 2020 is when I launched, mm -hmm. like March 3rd. And then we went into lockdown like two weeks later. So, you know, 
I related to my business in a sense that it was like all I really had to do for a while. Like I, I couldn't see my friends. I wasn't in an office setting anymore because I had quit my job on a whim. Um, and then we came out of lockdown and it was like, ah, like how do I be a friend? How do I be in community? You know, how do I kind of find that full life that everyone wants so fucking bad like we all want this full life with communities and hobbies and shit to do and yet we cling to our work and we cling and I guess maybe because it's so tangible and we were talking about this right we were talking about like how we just love the tangible so much Mm -hmm. the outcomes like and with work that is something that can be really gratifying and be really fulfilling um but so can friendships and hobbies and allowing yourself to just fucking try things and going for a walk exploring by yourself with no music playing exactly so you know i think um i think that that's such a relatable and just such a real fucking problem is just like we don't do things we don't have hobbies we don't let ourselves try because yeah, rest is unproductive or playing is unproductive or what's the tangible outcome Mm. or what is it going to do for me, especially for people like you and me who run businesses or people who are super into personal development or spiritual growth or whatever. We become so obsessed with, well, what's the point? Yeah. What's the purpose? What's the intention behind (laughs) this activity? Is it going to make me more money? Is it going to make me more self-aware? Actually, no, it's not. It's going to be a complete fucking waste of time, but you're going to be smiling the whole time or you're going to be uncomfortable the whole time or whatever it is, right? Like I've started to go to dance class. And I'm so shockingly bad. That's like my joke, hell. I love I love dancing, but like my memory is shocking. Like in the first class, <laughs> I literally had to stop and be like, "Am I okay? Like, <laughs> like is, is something actually wrong with my brain? Like, because I was like not picking up the moves. Like the for whatever reason, the first move that she did, I could not remember it to save my life. And I was like, fucking hell. So like. The purpose of me going to dance class is like, yeah, maybe I'll meet some cool people. Haven't yet, but like maybe I will. Um, But it's literally just for me to get the fuck out of the house, do something new, maybe move my body a little bit, but like really just like have fun. Mm. There's no purpose. There's Mm. literally no outcome. Like I have to pay to go there and be in a room with like people who dance far better than me. And like, so yeah, I think that this is this is a real epidemic of just people who have no lives. Like it's just work and your partner or your like one friend or your dog and nothing else. Yeah, you come home, you look after your kids, you load the dishwasher, you unload the dishwasher, you go to bed and you do the whole thing again tomorrow. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's and we've forgotten that fulfillment doesn't cost any fucking money. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love travel and that I would consider to be part of my fulfillment experience, especially because all of my family are in the Overseas, UK. yeah. But, you know, the things that really bring me joy are walking the dog on the beach Mm. in the morning Mm. and listening to a friend laugh, Mm. sitting around a bonfire, Mm. eating marshmallows. You know, those are the things where my soul feels really content. Yeah. And we have to create that. That doesn't, that's not a gift. That's that's something that you have to go out and you have to create. Yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of room in most people's lives mm. because we are so focused on the productivity, mm. the metrics for success, the money mm. that we forget that actually going out for a family walk can be a really fi- fulfilling yeah. experience. Yeah. I actually had someone message me literally this morning, I think. Um, Cause I, in this process of taking a step back from the business, I've actually closed all of my, like I'm not accepting any clients. I've closed all of my containers that I'm actively working with clients with, which is if you run a business or if you just understand how I did it last year, money yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. like oh. that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, and I I'm, I'm slowly rebuilding, but it's an emphasis on the slow. Like I used to launch like you know every six weeks, every month. I was always selling, and so this is such a different pace and such a foreign pace, which I'm I'm getting more used to and getting you know more comfortable with. But I had someone message me, and they were like, "It feels so fucking terrifying to slow down." All I know is productivity. All I know is not even hustle. I won't even say hustle because it's not even like hustling, need to make the money. It's not even that energy. It's just like all we know. Yeah, it's just doing and creating. And if you're not creating and if you're not inspired and if you're not like working on like getting your six pack or like whatever the fuck it is, any list of things, then like what are you doing? As cliche as it sounds, you know, it's like 
what if your whole goal this year was just to feel happier 1% every day? And I know that that's cheesy and I know that that feels cliche, but that's what everyone fucking wants. That's what you want from the money. It's what you want from the productivity. <laughs> exactly. Right? You want validation. You want to feel safe. You want to feel loved. You want to feel like you belong. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? Like, what's the purpose? What's the point of all of the work and all of the money and all of the thing? And like, I was telling Em before we got, before we started recording, like in my, I guess, vulnerably sharing online and just kind of opening up my DMs to other leaders and, and just kind of, yeah, chatting to people, you know, I've had entrepreneur after entrepreneur after leader after leader get into my dms and say yeah like i'm not happy and yeah i am like unsure if this is for me and it's like this is obviously more pertained to the coaching and business space but like in an industry where everyone's speaking about fulfillment and happiness we're like the least happy you know like the people who are selling it like for some reason like we're the ones who are just fucking struggling the most and it's like isn't that ironic and isn't that like something to really look at and and yeah and so it's like what if the purpose or what if your goal right now is just joy or play or getting really good at just resting or getting really good at just like yeah doing nothing being present with another person being present yeah because when you're so obsessed and this is absolutely for me what was what's true especially with this you know kind of revelation and stepping away I was like I was never present because all I was fucking thinking about was my business and success and moving forward. Even though I like, you know, I'm doing all the things I'm traveling, I'm this, I'm that I'm here, I'm there, like, you know, ticking all of the boxes, but like, you know, going on a holiday, let's say, but like in my head, I'm like, I need to shoot content. I need to do this. Never present. Like I've written this really funny list. I've just like, imagine going on like a holiday as an, as an entrepreneurial leader or just as a human on social media and not shooting any content. Like revel, this is revolutionary for us. Right. But just being present in your play and in your experience and like that's been so interesting especially with time away from social media is like just doing things for me and not putting it because we post every fucking thing right so yeah it's 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 been a real the last few months have been a real journey of just like getting good at doing things that have no purpose have no purpose necessarily but who like the whole time like when I'm in dance class I'm like smiling like a little Mm -hmm. kid just like literally laughing at myself just shaking my head like god you look so fucking dumb right now but like this is fun and this is exciting and like you know so it's been a really interesting process and then to have those conversations with so many other people whether they're in corporate whether they're in business to hear it reflected back of like yeah there's a an epidemic right now of just lonely unfulfilled people who are doing all the right things Mm -hmm. that's it right like you're doing all the right things you have the you know you're invested in these things and you go to this and you and you're taking all the boxes and yet you're still sitting here questioning everything wondering why you feel like shit (laughs) do you think in part social media has something to play here because i heard this term the other day I just want to tell everyone that Lex just dribbled just water down. I just spilled water, yeah. <laughs> the glass isn't quite perfectly say, round. <laughs> that's actually one of the most graceful dribbles I've Thank ever you. seen. Um, I heard a phrase the other day which I thought just summed it up so well for me. It's the social media flattening. This flattening of mm. people's lives as mm. representation of reality. Yeah. So you see a picture of someone celebrating a promotion and they're smiling in that picture. And so your brain says, if I got a promotion, I would, I would smile be smiling. too. But actually that promotion might mean that you can't pick your kids up from school on a Friday afternoon anymore. Oh my God. Or you can't this is it. go on holiday as much as you have been, or whatever it is, yeah. right? You're not yeah. gonna get home for bath time, whatever yeah. it is. And this sort of flattening state that we live in where we are making snap universal blanket statements. Yeah about what success is and about what happiness is based on a single picture on our phone of somebody else living their life. And I did it last year. This was a massive revelation for me. Did the whole business class trip and went to seven different European countries in seven weeks and just photographed the whole fucking thing. And then I got on the plane on the way home and I was like, who was that for? Because it wasn't for me. Why do I feel like a piece of shit? <laughs> I would have, honestly, I mean, there was some, don't get of me wrong. Of course, of course. great times and I don't want to sound like I'm not grateful or that I'm not recognizing how fucking hard I worked to make that happen because Absolutely. all of those things are true. But honestly, as I was sitting in my business class seat on the way home, 
I had to ask myself who it was for, and mm. it was so that you guys thought I was successful. Fucking hell, that there it is, guys. <laughs> not fucking success. That's mm. not success. Nah. Success is I don't have to take a picture of myself to prove mm. that I am happy. Yeah, I there can it is. Just sit in my sister's house. I can fly economy, mm. and I can sit in my sister's house mm. with the people I love the most. Yeah, for yeah. six weeks of the year. Yeah, and that is a successful way to live my life. Yeah, I don't have to. Mm drive a hundred thousand dollar car to prove to you mm. that i am successful and i think that mentality is so hard to decondition because mm. it is constantly being conditioned mm. through social media mm. yeah i want to talk about both of these things so like yes absolutely social media is playing a huge role into this and like i just have such a love-hate relationship with social media like i love it and fairly good at it fairly good at showing up and storytelling and all of these things enjoy like we said, mm. going on dark holes and TikTok and yeah, love l- a TikTok learning role. how to make your vinaigrette. Like, show mm. me all the vinaigrettes. Like, yeah, please yeah. show me. I want to see you renovate your house. <laughs> I actually do. I really do. Am I going to renovate my own house? No. Never. No. But I'm absolutely invested absolutely. in watching you do yours. Did I just buy a new coffee table that needs to be sanded just because I watched a TikTok? Of course yeah. I did. Will I sand it? Of course not, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You already know the answer. Um, so yes, this this love-hate relationship, like it adds so much value and like it is entertaining, but that's it right there, entertainment, right? Like I feel like there needs to be like a, uh, you know, when they have those kind of like pop-ups, like disclosure statements of like, please remember, this is just all fucking entertainment, regardless if it's your best friend posting or if it's a celebrity posting or if it's the person you look up to the most, it doesn't fucking matter. It's It's meant for entertainment. It's not real. And so I love that that analogy or that kind of description of it flattening like it, it it's just so one-dimensional so reductive. yes and god I mean in those conversations that I was having with those people who are in my dms I was actually shocked because I was like oh I've literally thought you're like killing it crushing it and you're telling me you barely made any money this year but you have a team of five or whatever it is you know and so like you know I I, I think that yes social media is a huge I'm not going to blame it on social media, but we have a very unhealthy way of, of utilizing social media and relating to other people through social media. Mm-hmm. And we kind of lose all critical thought when we get onto social media. I do. Yeah. Yeah. We, I can't trust myself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I would, I would say most people can't. And so I think we, you know, we see Jenny, she got the promotion. She's smiling in the picture, her whole team's around her. And exactly that, like context is fucking everything. And to kind of like take it to this conversation of success. I had a chat with some friends last week who are a couple, they run like a very successful marketing agency and they told me they hadn't had dinner as a family in three months. Jesus. So you tell me if they're successful, Mm. but they just signed a huge client and they just signed another client. I was dropping them off at the airport and they were telling me and I'm like, that's awesome. But also, huh? Mm. You know, like, and this is where we have to really one- do the work of clarifying, which we're all super lazy and don't actually fucking do. And exactly what you talk about, deconditioning all of the things that we're told around success, which is all just more is more. All show me how busy you can be. Show me your to-do list. And then show me the stuff that you get because of the to-do list. That's it. Mm. Don't tell me how you feel. Yeah. Don't tell me how exhausted you I are. I do not want to hear about how I, you feel because well, that takes away the delight the of delusion. materialism. Yeah? But also like, this kind of indulgence and like, oh, I'm so exhausted. Mm. I'm so like. You've proved yourself. Oh, I'm just, I had a crazy week. I'm like, literally, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you're talking to the wrong girl. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, no. This is something I found quite interesting in my social network because I am a lazy girl. A very lazy girl by nature. Yeah. And the whole time I've been in business, whilst I can absolutely get caught up in achievement and wanting more and thinking I need a six-figure launch and thinking yeah. I need to make seven figures, and I've definitely been through that whole roller coaster, yeah. and I'd be doing a lot of deconditioning. Yeah. I mean, look, I booked, I booked the trip to prove to you that I was <laughs> successful. So I've done that, but I've gone through that. Yeah. But because I'm a lazy girl by nature, yeah. I don't, I've never hustled. I've yeah. never pulled a 12-hour day. I'm not capable, I'm physically Same. not capable of Same. doing it. And so when friends who have big, high, powerful, you know, corporate jobs, C-level jobs, 
And they talk about getting into the office at seven and not getting home until eight. 80 hour weeks. And, and I'm like, oh, I got up at 10. <laughs> and I didn't didn't really do anything with my morning. Yeah. And then and I've had to. So two things happened there. Number one, I feel like I'm not doing it right. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. oh, I'm never going to be successful because mm. I refuse work to work hard enough. Yeah. Hour days. And then the other part of that is feeling quite guilty that I have so much time and I have so much space. And, and then being like, what, what am I actually doing with my time? Why am I wasting it? Like I could be making money. I could be like yeah. selling this other thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or doing something. I love doing nothing. Yeah. I'm really good at it. Yeah. I'm really good at mooching. Yeah. I'm really good at like starting 15 jobs and not finishing <laughs> any of them. And that used to cause me such anxiety. Yeah. I used to hate myself for it. And over the last probably year or so, where mm. so much deconditioning has happened for me, mm. I've just been like, mm. I love picking up a thing and then not finishing it. And by thing, do you mean TV show? Sometimes a TV show. I don't think I've ever finished any kind of TV show. No, I've never watched a movie to the end. I'm bored halfway uh. through. But sometimes it's, I'll do half a load of washing up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or I'll pick up a book in one yeah. hand and have TikTok in the other hand. Yeah. And yeah. not do either of them well. And I, I've, I think whilst that can sometimes be very unresourceful, of course. Yeah. And it's contextual and relative and all of those things. Totally. The time that I tell myself I shouldn't be doing that mm. is the time that I'm comparing myself to somebody to else I've seen else. on social media. Social media, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I will say about me is I knew from a young age 40 hours a week was never in the, it was never in the tank for me. <laughs> it was never fucking happening. I come from a corporate sales background. I used to work for Hilton and I was a top three producer, like very successful. I had to work 32 hours to get my health insurance from the US originally. And my boss would be like, you have to clock, you have to be a full-time employee in order to like get all your things. So I would have to work 32 hours, but like I could do my job and hit my numbers working like four days a week. So I've I've just never believed in the system. So that's one thing I will say, like there are people who really bank on like more is more, the time is, and I'm, you know, and we're obviously human design girlies and we're projectors. And so like, obviously that makes sense for me and my type, but like the one thing I, I, I've never, I could just, yeah, I don't, I don't want to spend my time working. Like, I don't, mm. I, you know, like, and obviously I've, I've spent a lot of time deconditioning my relationship with work. I did used to be a very like busy bee. Um, but like, I look at my friends who are like marketing directors and, you know, like you said, these kind of C-suite leaders running teams and the amount of just like, you can't reply to my text because you are that fucking busy, like can't relate and never want to relate. Yeah. And but then it it's it's just I th I think for me it's so interesting because there's a constant conversation of wanting this fulfillment and wanting this slower life and wanting to be softer with yourself and and I almost wonder if that's all social media too. If that's all just this rhetoric that we've learned of this like soft girl slow life like mm. and then <laughs> look at me make a cup of tea. Literally. And it, it's, 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 it's not either or, right? It's not like the hustle girl, you know, girl boss or the slow girl. It's like we also live in reality in a world where shit needs to get done, mm. where we have families and shit happening and relations. Ha like, And there are months of the year that are just a bit more hectic yeah. than others. And yeah, stuff is going on. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I just feel like every, we, and because of social media, it's all become unrealistic. The good, slower life and the successful girl boss, like it's nothing is real because we just live on our screens and it's all so one dimensional. And then we actually live it out as living, breathing, working human beings with passions and kids and families and dogs and homes and all these things. And it's so much more complicated. And we're like, why is it so complicated for me? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 babes. It's complicated for everyone. It feels this way for everyone. Just no one's talking about it. No one's talking about the fact that being successful or getting the promotion or hitting that milestone in life or business came at a cost everything comes at a cost this is something that i am learning more and more uh, so i have these five spiritual principles that i live by they're called the four nothing tell us <laughs> the four nothings in the end <laughs> and one of them is that nothing exists without polarity mm. and every so choice important. i make has a consequence and every single consequence is two-sided there is 
I, I, yeah. one of the reasons I have so much space is because I've chosen not to have children. Yeah. The consequence of me choosing not to have children yeah. is that I have space and I have time yeah. and I have places where I can pick up 15 things and not finish them. And there will be people listening to me here yeah. now going like, can't relate. I've got three kids. What the fuck are you talking about? Picking up, like doing half a load, load of washing. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I completely get it. Yeah. But the flip side of that consequence yeah. is that I don't get to have children. And yeah. don't think for one second that I, I don't grieve that decision. Yeah, interesting. Or that I don't think that I'm missing out on something. I'm very aware that I'm missing out yeah. on things. Yeah, like, interesting. There is no, mm. like, yeah. absolute. And I think we live in flattening, Black universal, and white. absolute success. Well, it's so much more tidy. It's so much more tidy. It's so much more tidy. A little carousel. Yeah, black yeah. and white. Yeah, like this real. is how the world works. This is how success works. This mm. is how decision making works. And before I began my personal development journey, you know, four or five years ago, I used to be that black and white girl. I used to be like, success. This is how you're successful. This is what it means to be a good person. This is what it means to be a dickhead. You know, all mm. of these little boxes. If you do this, you must be awful. Yeah. 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 It just made life so much simpler. But as we know, life is not simple and there is so much gray. Mm. And for me, that, because I see it as like a defense mechanism, putting the world in black and white little boxes. It's all ego. It's like, you know, who, who can I pretend to be today? Like, you know, what, what box can I put myself in? How can I label myself in this kind of, kind of certain way? But yeah, this, this, <laughs> you know, we obviously exist in social media and, and probably a lot of people who listen to this podcast follow you on social media. And it's so interesting because even as I was writing that post that I did yesterday around slowly rebuilding my business and slowly, you know, re-exploring my vision, um, I wanted to make it clear that like, <laughs> because of my decision to slow down and to close all of my containers, that means I'm making less money. Mm -hmm. And I just felt it important to, clarify that because yes although I'm not necessarily like having to go out and look for a job like there is a cost here yes. and on social media and on Instagram it can be like oh well she's still like living her life and doing her thing and like whatever you know there's this idea and I just wanted to make it perfectly clear that like oh no no, no babes mm -hmm. don't worry we're like I'm sacrificing I'm having to like you know penny pinch and all these things because I've made a decision and like it's yeah it's it's just that that truth of the polarity of like every decision has a consequence and like, and that's like the kind of, I guess the unpretty conversation, like part of this conversation is like, there is a consequence to slowing down and naturally there is going to be less output. And so naturally you're going to have less to like, I guess, work with or less to experience or the experience is different and you have to kind of search for the nuance and the value that comes from it. Right. So like productivity and, and that little adrenaline rush and that little value hit that it gives you, like you don't have that. So where are you going to get it? Mm. Right. And being able to self lead and self explore and have the self awareness of being like, no, like it, it, it's always there. It's always existing. It's always ever present. Like I have to do the work of tapping into it, just sitting on my couch watching Netflix for literally three weeks. Mm. Like I did not do shit for three, three, four weeks. I didn't even think about my business. Mm. I served the clients that I had because I obviously was in a contractual sense. agreement with them and had the capacity to do it as well. But yeah. It's in part, it's significance, isn't it? Like a great question. I asked a client this a couple of days ago and then I watched her head explode all over the screen. I was like, where do you get your significance? And where is it healthy? And where is it unhealthy? Because so much of our significance comes from external validation. And I think we give such a terrible rap mm. to external validation, mm. right? This idea that mm. as a human being... Mm our main drive is connection and yet we shouldn't be looking externally for validation of self yeah but it's actually really important so yeah. if you are constantly being um praised or even just getting attention mm. for the amount that you are working or the amount of output or mm. the amount of money that you are making and that then becomes the way that you meet that core need, hmm. it can be hard sometimes to take a step back and go, okay, where else can I find significance? Find significance. Yeah. And I mean, of course, we all know it can be done in the smallest and simplest of ways, but yeah. it can be hard sometimes to give up yeah. or to take a step back or release a little bit yeah. on the thing that is such a significant driver for you. Yeah. 
before I started my own business, I got my significance by being the drunkest girl in the room. And I was a twat. But it worked, right? It was a strategy. But it was like your thing. It was my thing. (laughs) You were so good at it. So good at it. And now I get my significance through my work. Mm. Excel. I come alive Mm. on a live chat Mm. when people are interacting and people Mm. are like, oh my God, Em, yeah, you've just said what was in my head. That is like crack to my system. Absolutely. And one of the things that I've been really actively, I don't even know if I have or if this has just always been the case for me, maybe it's just always been the case for me, is that friendship is such a high value for me. Mm. I get a lot of my significance from my community and from Mm. my friends. Mm. Which means that I don't... It doesn't all have to come from the business. It doesn't all have to come from the business. So when it's at a standstill or when... Or when it's in a slump, I still feel loved. You're not a total piece of shit. Yeah, that sounds like a better strategy than what I was utilizing for sure and what most people are. And like this, this conversation of significance or identity or value, it's, you know, I think it really is at the core of like this whole conversation. Like... Yeah, how do you relate to yourself? Who are you if you don't have that thing? Mm-hmm. Like if all of that's stripped away, if all of that work and if that just pauses, but you still have everything else in your life, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And not in a temporary, oh, it's going to come back. Wait, no, 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 it's gone. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get it again, right? Let's say your bills are paid for the rest of your life or whatever. Like what's giving you value? And, you know, I think is as women today who kind of just, I I look at women, I'm just like every woman I know is like a fucking superhero. Like she's like the main bread earner in her relationship. She's got kids. She's like buying a home. She's like leading and working on her personal development and also has like a six pack and a great ass. Like, you know, like every woman I look at, I'm like, you're just like crushing it. Um, Like, how do you relate to yourself? Like, where are you in all of that? Like who, are, who actually are you? Like, I don't, you know, and like, that's a really a big annoying, <laughs> big question, but like, yeah, who, I, the best analogy I've ever heard for that was, um, imagine that you're, that you're a big ship, right? Mm. Like you're a shipping container. And if you've only got one container right, and it gets pierced and the water starts flooding yeah. in, the whole ship sinks. Right. But if you've got, Hmm. lots of different containers on board that ship and one of those containers gets pierced and some water starts flooding into that one container but you've got seven or eight Hmm. other containers that are still intact Hmm. the ship whilst it's absolutely been Hmm. you know had a little bit of a bump it's still going to stay afloat yeah and i think what we tend to do is we put all of our eggs in one basket we we identify as a mother so much that we forget who we are or you know, we get in a relationship with someone and all of a sudden our friends take a sideline or we start our own business and yeah. it becomes so all consuming that we yeah. forget that actually picking our kids up from school was the whole point that we started our, our own business in the first place. And it's like, what do you need? Yeah. And it's, it's never one bucket. Like how yeah. many different buckets make you feel fulfilled? Yeah. And, and where is your attention and your focus right. and your presence right. with all of those buckets? And it's... You know, and this is where it it gets really, really simple and like annoyingly simple is like just those check-ins with like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why am I working so hard? Why did I do this? What are my values? And like we were talking about before, like this conversation of like values driven or having values or knowing it's it's a bit of a, a buzz chat at the moment but like seriously what are your values do you even fucking know i did a little post on i've been active on linkedin been quiet on instagram active on linkedin um and i wrote a thing i was like is it success if it doesn't feel good I don't know. And what does feel good mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. Like let's, a lo- loads of the stuff I do, going to the gym doesn't feel good yeah, to me. Yeah. But I feel successful because I've been to right. the gym. Right. right. So it's like, first of all, let's clarify what success is supposed to feel like. Like for me, one of my highest values is evolution. Mm-hmm. What do I know about evolution? It sucks. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It feels like death and rebirth, you know? And so like, I had a conversation with a client yesterday. I was like, cause she was talking about pushing up against those edges and getting uncomfortable. And I was like, cause she was like, you know, is it more about expanding your capacity or is like, what is it? And I was like, yes, obviously it's about expanding your capacity, but also it's about knowing who you are and knowing why you do things. Mm -hmm. So am I uncomfortable just because I'm for the sake of being uncomfortable because I want to grow because I want to be the biggest, you know, 
person on the internet? No, like I'm doing this because it is a part of my value set. It is a part of a set of core values who I said, this is who I want to be. This is what makes me feel good. This is what I believe to be true. And so I'm going to make decisions and keep making decisions that align with that. Mm. But also right next to evolution is joy. Mm. But which one trumps the other one? Constantly evolution because it's growth and it's get out of your comfort zone, right? And I'm constantly having to do the work of going, okay, so like, am I actually holistically living by my values right now? Like, am I actually, and it's it's just those little tiny check-ins that are so incredibly important that we chuck to the back and, and, you know, that's when we stop journaling and that's when we stop having these types of conversations because it's, oh, I'll get to it. Oh, next week. Oh, tomorrow. And then- The urgent stuff trumps the, the important stuff. Yeah. Right? And it's like, and, and this is the conversation that I had on LinkedIn was like, what is your definition of success? Because if you don't ever clarify it, I promise you, you will just keep playing by their bullshit rules and their bullshit definitions. And you will keep feeling like a fucking idiot. You will keep feeling like you are never doing enough. And so it's like these little tiny, but very significant. They're not even tiny. These tools and these practices to clarify, like, wait a second. Okay. What I'm doing right now doesn't fucking feel good. Me not seeing my kid or me not having dinner with my family or me lowering my rates because, or me, whatever, whatever, fill in the blank is making you feel like a dickhead and going, what is my definition of success? Like, explicitly explicitly get fucking specific and actually clarify it because until you do that you will keep playing by everybody else's rules the one-dimensional reality of instagram and social media and your friend jen who got the promotion and she's killing it and blah 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 Mm -hmm. like you will keep playing by that until you get very fucking clear and don't worry the work's not done and keep practicing it because it changes and your mind will change. Yeah. Like and your for, circumstances change. Absolutely. I used to think building a team was like the end all be all. Same. I couldn't wait to have a team. Oh, and then and I got one and I was like, fuck this. I hired like my second person. I was like, this is a literal nightmare. Yeah. I have one person now. Yeah. And she just, she d- looks after everything. Amazing. She's an agency. Yeah. And I only communicate with her. Yeah. I only know her yeah. name. I don't even know the other people that work for exactly. her. And, and that's it. Like so much of my journey has just been like actually even figuring out what winning means. Mm because I thought it was X, Y, and Z because, you know, this person was doing it and this person was doing it. And this person told me that's what it was. And then I finally got it. And I was like, ah, that's not very fun. I also think like success in part is working out what you don't want. We have this expectation that we should always know in advance what we want, Mm -hmm. but actually part of working out what we want is by tasting the thing that we don't want. And, hindsight and reflection and yeah that check in with yourself where you're just like hang on this feels crunchy there's a tension here that doesn't Mm. feel like it's resourceful for me or where Mm. I want to go or who I want to be and that needs to change and some of the worst conversations I've ever had was when I had to fire people because I was like I don't want you touching my social media actually I don't want to have to manage you and this person and this person I don't want to jump on a four-way zoom on a Friday afternoon fuck off yeah you know like I don't want to have to be responsible to like no I want share my ideas yeah I thought I wanted this big massive huge business global empire Mm. and what I want is enough money Mm. to live in my lovely suburb and visit my lovely family Yes. And when is enough enough? When is it enough? When is it enough? And yeah. and I think that that is actually a really fun conversation as well. Cause like, yes, success can look like the big delicious things. It can look like you, you know, flying your family business class or you, whatever the fuck, Here like these Here juicy, delicious, really luxurious things. Like I want us all to have those experiences. But also I think that there has to be a, like that kind of like, I just want this like and and in the rhetoric of like personal development and manifestation and all of these kind of like very buzzy it's like well you should why wouldn't you want to be a millionaire you can have it all yeah like what does that mean exactly and I think that it's so incredibly important for us to start grappling with like uh, how do I want to say this I did not think we're gonna have this like not like reality because I don't necessarily love like framing it in that way but being like no, like this is good. Like what I have is actually really fucking good. And I have this conversation with actually my mom all the time because she is a very high achieving, successful human being. And 
she makes a shit ton of money. She crushes it. Go Lisa. But I always go like, when is it enough? Because like last year it wasn't enough, but you made more money than you ever did last year. And this year it also wasn't enough. And this perpetual unfulfillment, sorry for just exposing your dirty laundry mom. Um, but like, Good old Lisa. yeah, like I'm like, you're incredible. Everyone thinks you're incredible. You're the only person who's unsure of that is you. Yeah. So who are you proving what to now? Right. And, and when is it, when is that itch scratched? Like, when is it going to be enough? Like having a 20 year long, crazy su- successful, you know, career, she's in her mid fifties. And I'm just like, we all think you're incredible. We all know how fucking talented you are. We're all so proud of you. So when you're ready to have that experience, you know, and like, I feel like that is such a thing. Like when is it ever enough? And of course there's a reality of paying your bills and retirement and all of these things. Like I, I absolutely get that. And I'm, you know, not ignorant to any of that, but I guess it's really this conversation of like, actually, and this is a very real conversation in the business space of like, hmm, maybe I don't actually want to hit that milestone. Maybe that's actually not a real thing that I actually give a fuck about. One thing I have learned from lived experience is that the more a coach charges is not reflective (laughs) of a coach's integrity or skill set. That's another episode. <laughs> That's a fucking series. That's a fucking <laughs> series, babe. Honestly, though, it's... We've just dropped our prices. Yeah. yeah. Intentionally, because one of the things that we talk a lot about at Unashamedly Human is, like, helping women go from lost to feeling empowered. And I'll yeah. tell you how to not feel empowered about yourself is to put yourself under financial strain. Yeah. First and fucking foremost. Yeah. So I'm not going to charge you 10 grand to join my program. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's going to put you under financial strain. Yeah. And the only person who says that it's worth 10 grand is me. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a nu- it's like it's it's an arbitrary number. Yeah. My, well, that's you walking su- your talk, right? My success cannot be how much money you're willing to, or how much money I can convince you to give me. That mm. cannot be my marker of success. Mm. It can't be my marker of success for me. It can't be my marker of success for my business and it certainly can't be the marker of success I put on my clients. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's where we like have to draw these lines. That's where we have to be like, I mean, again, this is a whole other fucking conversation, but yeah, like again, when is enough enough? When is, when have I just raised my prices a fucking enough? And that perpetual chasing, you know, it was five figure months for 12 months, but then I hit that and now it's six figure months and now it's, you know, and it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, I want women to be empowered financially. Of course, I fucking want that. I'm not telling you to stop. I'm not telling you to do necessarily what I've done of just like, you know, having this crisis melting down and, you know, closing all of your containers. I'm not telling you to do that. But what I am telling you to do is just like take a step back Mm. and really just like look at the lens at which you're living and like look at the lens at which you're operating and why. And is that actually what you want? And does it actually feel successful, right? Mm. Like this isn't me telling you like if it if it feels crunchy, if it feels uncomfortable, it's not necessarily working, it could be. But like maybe have a think. Okay, yeah, I got that pay rise. I'm earning X amount now. How does it feel? Take stock. Were you actually happier when you were earning like 20K less, 30K less? Like, and is that worth it? Is that discrepancy worth it, right? Like to me, these are the real fucking questions, right? Like, yeah, maybe you aren't able to like, go on that extra holiday or maybe you are because money's weird and it like yeah it does weird it does weird Mm. it does weird things Mm. right like and always shows up it always shows up even if you're like earning less I don't that's a whole other thing Mm. but like I think it's just about getting obviously conscious but just like begin to have the chat with yourself and you know, me and Em were talking before we jumped on. It's just like, we've just been having so many conversations with so many people who are exhausted and burnt out and on the brink of just like, what is life? What is business? What is career? What am I doing? Why did I choose to be a mom? Why did I choose to get married? Why did I choose to start a business? Like all of these, I don't know, astrologically, I feel like shit is just popping off and we're just all feeling it. But like a lot of people are asking these questions. So if people who are listening feel the same thing of like what am I doing why am I doing this what is my strategy what is my long-term goal like here's your sign to have a chat Mm -hmm. with your fucking self Mm. and if you don't know how to how to have a chat with yourself then you know sit down and have a chat with somebody that you that you trust but like that self processing and creating space just to check in and be like yeah on a scale of one to ten how's life feeling right now yeah 
It's so important. Okay, it's not feeling very good. So like, what doesn't feel good? Yeah. Why does it not feel good? And I think one of the things that we're conditioned to do is like, okay, so what needs to be added? Mm-hmm. If if life doesn't feel That's good right point. now, what do I need to add into it? Right. I must not have enough. Yeah, as opposed to actually, how can I make it more simple, right? What maybe needs to be taken away? What can I put down? Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, like we're such seasonal beings and life is always yeah. in flux. Yeah. So what is happening right now is not permanent. There's another one of my five spiritual principles. Yeah. Like nothing is permanent, which mm. is why we're regularly checking in with ourselves, right? Mm. This isn't a conversation that you just have. I mean, monthly. I'm having this conversation Daily. monthly with yeah. myself yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, another month is coming. <laughs> How, what's success looking like? It's okay to be in seasons of your life. It's okay. There's, there will be some seasons. It's not only okay, it, it just is. It just is. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. You will have winters yeah. and they will be long. Yeah. And that's okay. And the longer you fight a winter, because babes, I'm in a winter too. I get it. It's shit. Um, we want the sun. We want the warmth. I absolutely get it. But the longer we fight in those wintry periods, the longer they last. Mm. That's just a fact. Mm. And that that willingness to be in process, that willingness to be in flux, that willingness to be in a temporary state and to be changing and figuring it out and nowhere near perfect and maybe even just absolutely a fucking hot mess, like, Oh God, I wish, especially women, I wish that we let ourselves just kind of revel in that a little bit more and just let ourselves be like, okay, like things aren't perfect right now. Things are really messy right now. Things are really painful right now. And actually I don't have the answers because I just, again, women are fucking superheroes and we are the best problem solvers on this fucking planet. It's actually crazy, but maybe you just actually don't have the solutions yet. That's what, that's the stage of life I'm in. Like, so many problems around me and that's not me being pessimistic that's just me being like oh there's some real issues here like relationship business life like really just kind of it all rising to the surface and being like "Ooh, Mm. i'm seeing it Mm. rugs pulled out okay and going like okay i don't have to fix this all at once i don't need to have every answer right now i don't need to make this pretty right now and that's what the last two months have been it's been like sitting in the shit and learning to ask for help, learning to take stock, learning to have a conversation, learning to switch up the strategy. And it's it's so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but also like I'm getting better at it every day. But like, yeah, a, a big part of this conversation is process and letting yourself be in the in-between, letting yourself be in the messy middle, the winter, whatever you want to call it. And just remembering that it's temporary because yeah. it's always temporary. But I know right now it feels forever. I get it. But also like... This is why these conversations are so important. This is why those check-ins and those daily little, whether it's journaling, meditation, or just literally I I put these headphones on. I have like big headphones like I'm wearing right now. And I walk around my neighborhood and I just talk out loud to myself. Mm. I just pretend I'm on the phone, Mm. but I'm not. I'm just having a full on chat with myself. And I'm just like frustrated and mad and sad. And I always come out feeling better, always. Because I'm like, okay, well, why do you feel like that? Okay, well, I feel like that because of this. Okay, well, what do you want to do about that? Or why do you think you feel this way? And, and just beginning to explore like our own relationship with ourselves and the time that we spend with ourselves just to, just to. But uh, don't you think that part of this kind of like do, 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 do mentality is people also actually escaping themselves? Fully. I can't tell you how many women I've Mm. spoken to and coached over the years and the idea of them actually turning inwards and pausing in curiosity is absolutely petrifying. They would rather be burnt out. Yeah, they'd rather be like... Wrung out, tired, snappy, angry. And here's the thing, like I feel like burnout has become such a buzzword, but I just want to clarify for conversation's sake, and I should have said this earlier. Burnout is like a real sickness. Like I'm not just talking about like the cute kind of burnout, like I'm tired. No, I'm talking about burnout, like rashes on skin, digestive system fucked, like can't sleep, you know, all of these things. Like burnout is a physical illness just to, you know, just to make sure that we're clear on what we're speaking about. But yeah, women would rather be that way. Women women would rather just be absolutely physically depleted than... And obviously that's not a conscious thought like, yeah. I, you know, but yeah, rather than turning inward and, and really spending the time because it is so incredibly uncomfortable, but God, there's so much magic there. Mm. And the potential is like, and obviously as two people who have 
done a lot of that work. Like we can say it in hindsight and be like, yeah, but like, I, I remember how difficult it was Same. at first. It's weird. And you're like realizing kind of how shit you are and like how full of, sh I think my biggest realization was like, I just realized I was so full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like that was actually the crazy thing. Cause I thought I was like this very like integrity, like, you know, I'm like real and I'm like whatever. And I was like, oh no, no, no. I'm actually completely full of shit. Mm. So that was a massive realization for me. But like, then I wasn't, mm. you know, then I realized that and I went, okay, so what would make me a little less full of shit? Like, yeah. okay, maybe if I like didn't say this or I didn't do this or whatever, but it is terrifying going inside. It's where the answers are. Oh, it's not even where the answers are. It's where the next bit lies. I mean, it's where everything lies because your experience is within yourself. Mm -hmm. Everything, how you experience your relationship with yourself manifests in everything around you, mm -hmm. in your relationship with work, in your relationship with your partner, in your relationship with your kids, everything. And I've now a huge like pillar of my life is like, unless I'm good with myself, like I can't really be good with much else. Mm. Money, health. Anything. 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 So it's like, if your life kind of feels like it's falling apart or difficult or strenuous, like it's probably again, this conversation of coming back to yourself, your identity and going, how about, how do I relate to myself? Mm -hmm. What is my actual relationship with myself, with just me, not my work, not my relationships, not my money, not my success, not my idea of who I want to be tomorrow, today, right now, right here, mm -hmm. let's fucking like brawl. Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. And like, it's so messy and it's so strange and, but it's so incredibly worth it. He's I love a snoring, snoring dog, <laughs> a big just snore. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Good life. But yeah, it's, I mean, this conversation, again, this could be a series in, in and of itself. I mean, this is like what, you know, we do so much work with our clients around is just teaching people that like success isn't what it's what it's cracked up to be or it's not what you thought it was or it looks a lot different than what you thought it was. I mean, I feel like this is actually the main work that I do with my clients is just debunking what they thought being an entrepreneur would be. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> we were having this conversation yeah. over coffee. The amount of clients that mm -hmm. I have, not intentionally, but it's just the way that the, the sessions have gone. Coached out of Coached it. out of Business. entrepreneurship. Yeah. Because we're sold a dream. Mm. And this idea of time freedom, this idea of money freedom, all of location freedom, all of these things. But what are we really craving is we're craving freedom with ourselves, right? Mm. That's ultimately what we're, the freedom to know ourselves, the freedom to back ourselves, the freedom to speak our truth, the freedom to be known to ourselves, mm. the freedom to not know ourselves sometimes. Mm. That's yeah. what we're really craving. And we can wrap that up in the materialistic world that we've been yeah. conditioned in. But the freedom that we seek is within. Yeah. And you do not have to run a business to do that. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. We've obviously like turned a lot of corners and like gone around in circles in this chat, but like this is a messy conversation. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm sure you'll continue to, you know, unpack this on this space and even on social media and we both will. But like, this is not a one size fits all. I mean, nothing is being human, but like this conversation particularly I hope if you listen and you walk away with anything that you will at least just sit down and be like, what does success look and feel like for me? That's all I, yeah, that's, that's, I'm, it. that's a win for me. Like yeah. get your fucking phone notes out. It doesn't need to be in a journal. It doesn't need to take 20 minutes. It can literally take 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. What's one thing that success would feel like? Yeah. Aside from money. Like let's just, because we all want you to be financially empowered. That's a baseline. Great. What would success feel like? What would, what, what is a, you know, what is something that like you've just forgotten that was yeah. the whole purpose? If you were going to get into bed. Yeah. I actually ask myself this question a lot as I get into bed. Mm. Did today feel like a successful day to me? Mm. Or even like just knowing when I get into bed that I have had a successful day. Mm. And I'll tell you the days, the days that I get into bed with a fucking smile on my face. And mm. I feel like if, the, if this was the last day on earth for I'm me, good. I'd be good. They are the days where I connect with the people that I love. Yep. They are the days where I felt like I'm in my body. They're the days where I felt like I showed up for myself. And so simple. It's not. It's never the days where I'm like, oh, made twenty grand today. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Where you didn't see any of your friends or you were no. in front of your computer all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. For me, curiosity is like one of the most underutilized skills Same. that we have as human beings. Mm just get curious mm. and just start to notice yeah. like, oh, today actually felt really successful. Why? Mm. Oh, because I spent like four hours with my best friend. Hmm, mm. that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Or I swam in the ocean 
or I got to play with my dog or I made like a fuck off great dinner for my family. Like for me, that's always a huge thing. Like when I get to cook a really good meal that took time and like has beautiful product, like to me, I'm like, oh yeah, mm. that like itches a you scratch. You cooking me a meal would feel successful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we feel the same way. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank I was you. like, we'll just do like half an hour. Anyway, an oh, hour later. God, I two, can, two like- girlies who can just <laughs> chat. It's honestly dangerous. I already knew this was going to happen. So I'm sorry. This is extra long. Bumper episode. Yeah. Kudos if you got to the end. Thank you so much, Lex. Thanks, babe. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. I really appreciate your listening. If you have loved this episode, please share the shit out of it. Tell all your mates. Go and whack it on your Insta stories and tag me, M. Chadbourne. And wherever you are listening, if you could rate and review, I would very much appreciate it. You're a legend. (laughs) 